one we are going to talk about after a hiatus from movie making for a while. He made Tusk. When he made Tusk, he had been doing podcasts for a while at that point. He'd been doing the Smodcast podcast with uh, uh, Scott Mosier, his producer on most of his movies. They uh, He had kind of created this whole podcast network, was doing Fat Man on Batman and Hollywood Babylon and his friends Walt Flanagan and Brian Johnson, along with Brian Quinn at the time, their sound guy later to become Brian Quinn of Impractical Jokers, started Tell Him Steve Dave out of which they recorded at Jay and Silent Bob's Secret Stash in New Jersey, which Walt was running at the time, the comic book store Kevin Smith owned. But he had gotten really into podcasting. And apparently one of the podcasts or one of the episodes, he and Scott Moser are joking about some ad they saw in the classifieds or something where somebody was looking for somebody to come and dress like a walrus and be their friend or something weird like that. <laughs> and they just got like spitballing and laughing about how crazy and funny it would be if like it was like a whole ploy to like permanently sew you into a walrus suit and like <laughs> this this whole weird thing and they got joking about it laughing about it and they did like some twitter poll where if you wanted to see that movie actually get made you'd you'd write hashtag walrus yes and it was like overwhelmingly they got thousands of people were like absolutely you should make that so in a sort of weird roundabout return to like independent filmmaking, he like partially self-financed and partially got some financing. I think he even like took out another mortgage on his house or something to get some of the, to come up with some of the movie or some of the money for the movie. And they made this movie, which is I synopsized as an arrogant podcaster played by Justin Long, is drugged and imprisoned by a walrus-obsessed serial killer. Weird-ass horror ensues. And it's basically it. It's Justin Long as a podcaster. Michael Parks, uh, who was in Red State, comes back as the, uh, the, the killer, uh, the crazy man who wants a walrus friend. And is, then it has... Oh, I was going to say... Is is Michael Parks, I didn't look him up. Is he in something else I would have seen that so you know of? He's been in a million things. He's one okay. of those guys who apparently, and I don't know that much about him, but he's one of those people who almost could have had like an Al Pacino type career in terms of like, he's an all time great actor, but was either never quite in the right place or never quite in the right movie or whatever. But he's considered, I guess, in Hollywood to be like one of the all time greats kind of things. And at some point, starting with Red State and then with Tusk, Kevin Smith got to work with him a couple of times. And then he died, actually, I think just a few years ago. Uh, oh, I think he got, I don't know if it's cancer or what, but, uh, uh, I feel like he was only in his sixties or seventies, but, um, but yeah, so he's like, uh, you know, one of those like all time classic thespians, I guess. But, uh, uh, so yeah, so he plays the crazy guy and then there's small supporting roles played by Haley Joel Osment as Justin Long's podcasting partner and friend. And his girlfriend is played by someone named Genesis Rodriguez, who I don't really know her from other things, mm -hmm. but she's pretty good in this. Uh, yeah. And then also there's a cameo by Johnny Depp in lots and lots of prosthetics and makeup. <laughs> How? Uh, 
this is where I, I struggle with the definition of cameo because I feel like uh, I guess it's, it's not really a cameo, right? I mean, it's like a minor role. I mean, really, it's it, just, it is. It is the, really the cameos are his daughter and Johnny Depp's daughter who play the two, uh, the two teenage girls in the convenience store he stops at in Canada. Right? Uh, they're really the cameos. <laughs> yeah, but he got Johnny Depp to come and do it because like they were friends because their their daughters were like besties and went to school together um and johnny depp i guess saw the script and was like i think that'd be super fun and hilarious let's do it and apparently another fun bit of in the weeds trivia he got him to agree to do the part but he was off doing one of the pirates of the caribbean movies at the time and so he was never around on set and he actually kept it a pretty big secret that he was going to come and do the part and didn't tell anyone until finally, like the last day of the regular shooting, he let the cast and crew in on the secret that the other scenes they hadn't filmed yet with that inspector was going to be Johnny Depp. But he wanted them all to keep it a secret because like he wanted that to be a big surprise in the movie. Right. Uh once Johnny Depp did show up, he asked if he could bring his makeup guy from Pirates of the Caribbean. And he was like, yeah, sure. Whatever. You're Johnny Depp and you're doing this practically for free. Bring whoever you want. And he right. like he put that giant nose on him and he thought it was hilarious. <laughs> and so he's like, can I use this in the movie? He was like, again, you're Johnny Depp. You can do whatever you want. <laughs> and uh, uh, ended up being in the movie, like practically for for nothing. And apparently had a blast making it. And they shot all his scenes kind of near the end. Like, you know, like I said, after they, they did all the rest of the shooting. So it was pretty quick. But uh, uh, just had like this kind of goofy time making it. But anyway, all that aside, this is a this is a movie that. Well, I guess I've been talking a lot. What, what do you think of this movie? I want to hear what you think first. <laughs> so. um. This movie, I feel like, okay, Justin Long, just to, just to lead off, I I only like Justin Long in smaller supporting roles. Like, I don't typically like him as the lead. And then, I, then like, to compound on that, it's like he's the biggest ass face of all time kind of like ben affleck was in the last yes movie. when you were talking about ben affleck in the last one i was thinking about justin long in this one yes. like I mean, it's like, almost over the top like oh it's aggressive it. this guy's yeah. awful <laughs> yeah and so it's like you know he's got this podcast and it's it's called the nazi party n-o-t dash s-e-e and because it sounds like nazi anyway so he goes to this house you know and he's going to talk to this this uh, eccentric old guy who's going to let him stay and you know, it won't, it'll be for free. He'll just have to do some chores and stuff. And it's like, Dan, this one, I, I've never had a movie take a sharper turn downhill for me. Like it was like, yeah, okay. You know, he's talking to this guy, this guy's talking about this goofy story about like being lost at sea and like, some walrus comes and saves him or something. And then it's like, he, he wakes up like he, he, you know, he's been drugged. Like the tea that he's drinking or whatever it is, is drugged. And so 
he wakes up and he's missing the lower half of his left leg and i i str- i struggled to to even keep my attention on this movie it was so aggressively bad like i i like i genuinely like it's just the premise like the 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 basic premise like when when you said that it was based on like people tweeting that hashtag well, that, that's what encouraged him to make it. It was based on a couple stoners riffing on a classified right. ad they saw during a podcast. <laughs> right. And it just, I mean, I, I I thought I thought Johnny Depp was fairly enjoyable. I thought he was good. I thought the girlfriend was good. And I always like to see Haley Joel Osment, but like, yeah, I mean, like, it, like, what am I watching this movie for? Like, what am I, like I sit down and it's like, okay, so now he's going to turn Justin Long. This evil old guy is going to turn Justin Long into a fucking walrus. And he's going to like, sew together pieces of human skin to do it. And like, he, you know, he uses, I think the bone from his legs to like, make the tusks and it's like what i mean like what i mean what are your actual thoughts on this movie what so, is like so so i'm i'm in a similar similar place you are in the sense that like it's tough to describe really what's going on and how i feel about it because it's so all over the place like right. for example Justin Long's character comes out and he's like you said, super unlikable, complete dick, like whatever. But then his character gets drugged and captured and whatever. And where I find myself confused is, am I supposed to feel scared for his character? Am I supposed to like feel sympathy or worry or something? Or is he purposely such a douchebag because they don't want you to be that scared? For the character you want, they want you to be more invested in just the goofiness of this dark comedy kind of, and not get too concerned about it. But that in itself puts me in this place where like, I'm not sure what this movie is supposed to be or trying to be. Is it a dark comedy? Is it a horror? Is it a little of each? Is it neither? I don't really know what's going on with it. Right. So like his character is so unlikable that it makes me kind of not care about him when he when he gets right. drugged and his legs cut up and whatever you're like well fuck that guy he's an asshole he was like so mean to that other person he wanted to have on his podcast that the guy killed himself right like right like he's legitimately a terrible human being so he's kind of getting his comeuppance with this other serial killer wacko whatever right yeah and then cut back to his girlfriend And she's delivering this like monologue into the camera and she's in tears and it's like very powerful. And I kept waiting for them to zoom out to learn that she was like doing a script read for a movie she's trying to get a part in or something. Mm -hmm. And they don't. She's like, turns out she's just sleeping with Haley Joel Osment, his friend. And then that's kind of a reveal, but it falls flat because I'm like, I'm not sure why I should care. Again, right. 
did they have something special? Did they not? I don't know. That was some pretty impressive act, acting from a monologue standpoint. It's just too bad that I don't know what I'm supposed to do with it, right? Right. And then it keeps getting weirder and weirder and weirder. And, you know, like you said, eventually he turns Justin Long into a walrus. And, like, he's sewed inside this suit. And then it, like, crescendos into this weird thing where he make he get puts himself in a walrus suit that he can remove easily though and they like f- want to he wants to fight him to the death kind of thing right like in this little you know his little pen that he's built for him and it's it's to say it's weird is an understatement like oh, yeah. like and and I don't dislike it because it's weird I dislike it because it never quite figures out what the fuck it's supposed to be, right? Yeah. And I'm left more confused than satisfied as a viewer. I will say, I think, I I, I don't completely hate it, but I don't really enjoy it, right? Like, right. like and I don't think it's a good movie yeah. at all, uh, but I do think in a weird way, there's something there that I like, not in the premise of the movie, but like the premise of what Kevin Smith was doing in the moment, which was let's get weird, right? Let's get weird and make something that's never been made. That's never going to get made by anyone or anywhere else and just have fun. And like, I don't know. It doesn't redeem the movie. It doesn't save the movie, obviously. But at the end of the day, I'm in this weird position where I give it a D based on bonus points for getting so wildly outside of the box with creativity that I think there's, I want to give credit for that. (laughs) Outside of that, I think the movie in and of itself is an E. It's like almost, I don't want to say completely unwatchable, but pretty close. <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, so, can you, can you guess what I'm going to rate it? I'm going to guess you're going to rate it an E. That would be and correct. I, and I don't disagree with that rating, even though I myself give it a D based, like I said, based on the idea that it's, as indie as you can possibly get and just getting weird. I kind of think that's a fun idea, but outside of that, I it's, it's a bad movie. It's not I mean, a good movie. <laughs> I mean, it's like, there's no way around it. There's, there are. The flashbacks maybe, are confusing. There's the characters maybe one are, likable character, like one Johnny Depp, maybe. Yeah, like that's all I'm thinking is like he's he's okay. Like he doesn't obviously he's not gonna solve the problems of this movie. But like to your point of like the creativity thing or like outside the box, honestly, if if this is the movie we get for outside the box, I'm like Well I'm good. Maybe let let me put it this way. In in an era where every other movie is a remake or a reboot or a sequel or a superhero movie, which is all of those, <laughs> yes, right? <yeah>. right. <laughs> which is all of those, you know, instead of getting a fifth Spider-Man reboot in 20 right. years, 
it's something original, which doesn't seem yeah. to be happening enough. <laughs> but like, but like my thing is like, I would like, I hate that, that everything's remakes, everything's yeah. reboots and all that shit. But like, if I have to choose between watching another remake or sequel or whatever, and this and Tusk with Justin Long, I'm not, I'm not going to be upset at all if I am stuck with the sequels and reboots. I'd rather have that. Cause it's See, like, I just don't, I, I, I don't think this movie has, it's like just doing something different or outside mm-hmm. of the box does not, it doesn't make it, it obviously doesn't make it good, but it doesn't, it doesn't give it, it's not a redeeming quality. If it's a shit movie, it's a shit movie. Like it's, but I, I, so, I, so here's where I will disagree with you. I would, as much as I don't think this is a good movie and I don't particularly enjoy it, I would rather watch this again than watch the Lion King live action remake, which I've never even seen. I don't know why that exists. I have no but, interest in seeing it. I would rather see a weird, confusing movie about a walrus man. <laughs> see, like, but I, I get where you're I get where you're coming from. I like, get the point you're making. Yeah. But what I'm saying is like Tusk is not as like it it feels like it because like it I mean Tusk was on your radar because it's Kevin Smith, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, like mm-hmm. that's chances mm-hmm. are pretty good. You might not have even bothered to watch this if it was There's no Kevin way Smith. I would have. <laughs> right. And so and so that's what I'll say is like Believe it or not, there are other movies out there that aren't getting, you know, high praise in the media or marketing, but like you can seek those out. And that is so it's like, right, it's obviously not your only two options is to watch Tusk or The Lion King live action remake. I mean, (laughs) so it's. So that's that's where I'm I'm at. Like I'm yeah. just like no, I, I I don't I don't disagree with you. Like like I said, I I wouldn't recommend this movie to anyone at all. Right. Like, and I have no desire to see it again myself. I just uh, I I like that I I like the idea of people doing original strange things rather than the same thing again. Um, I can agree. With so that. I'll give I'll I give it a point for that. But I I it's I feel generous in doing so. Um. Speaking of which, the next movie he made, based on the two convenience store clerks and Tusk, he gave them their own movie, Yoga Hosers. If you don't like this, do not bother with that. It's every bit as weird. It's every bit as out there. It's I found it. I've seen it once. I found it almost unwatchable. Uh, I think I felt as much about that as you feel about this. Of just like, oh, what, okay. what's going on here? Um, yeah. I'd probably similarly be like, well, maybe I'll give it a D because, again, it's so far out in the left field. It's bizarre. Um, right. But I don't – again, I wouldn't really recommend that to anyone. It's another very strange, very weird, just kind of horror, but not – I don't know. Not – it's it's horror like Tusk is horror, I guess, where it's almost goofy and you're not sure what it's supposed to be. But hmm. uh, yeah, I would say skip it. <laughs> okay. Given how strongly you feel about hating Tusk, I would say you are going to hate Yoga Hosers just as much. Okay. That's that's good. <laughs> it's good to know. And then after that, there's Jay and Silent Bob reboot. An, again, another sequel. This one, I uh, 
my only complaint of Jane Silent Bob Strike Back, as much as I enjoyed it at the time, going back and watching it these days, as as we discussed on the podcast we did earlier, is the jokes are so inside that if you haven't seen the references, you won't get them. And right. 20 years later, I can't imagine somebody checking that movie out for the first time and being like, this is funny. They'd be like, I don't get it. Jane right. Silent Bob reboot doubles down on that premise and is like even more inside jokes, whatever. It was enjoyable, but I have a hard time uh, recommending it. It was okay. And then I, follow I started watching reboot. Like I got less than five minutes into reboot and I was like, yep. it's not for me. Like I, I didn't, yeah. I didn't yep. really like the, the, even like the dialogue, like the, the line yeah. readings and stuff were not good. I mean, no, I, I, as a Kevin Smith fan, I felt like this movie's supposed to be for me and it's not, it's not getting there. <laughs> like right. it, it, it wasn't, it, I don't know. It, it's, it's in this weird gray space between like feeling mailed in and feeling overly fan servicey and to like it as a result, you end up with this thing. That's just kind of a two hour inside joke. That's like, not doesn't really do I feel like what it's supposed to do. Uh, right. Similarly, Clerks 3 came along. That oh, yeah. was his last movie. Again, that one, the first half of the movie is as inside baseball as it gets. Like, it's <laughs> literally the first half of the movie is callbacks and about him making Clerks. But now Dante and Randall are making Clerks. Like literally they're reshooting oh, scenes from clerks, but Randall is now Kevin Smith making a movie about his life triggered by the fact that he has a heart attack and his life flashes before his eyes and whatever. He's like, I want to do something before I died. Oh, by the way, this is a couple years after Kevin Smith had a heart attack in real life and almost died. So like, again, he draw he's drawing on his real life, which I, I will say I think it's better than Clerks 2. Oh, really? Okay. And I think the reason, in my opinion, is that whereas Clerks 2, he was just, it was the next chapter in these characters' lives. Right. And then he gets, it gets weird. <laughs> this one is more like he's going back to the familiar well of like, I'm going to write about my life. Right. And I think it pays dividends here despite a lot of inside jokes and a lot of references where you could say, well, this really wouldn't make sense if you didn't see the first two Clerks movies. You could almost say that about any third movie in a trilogy, right? Right. Like, things might not make a lot of sense unless you saw, you know, you might not know what the hell is going on in Star Wars 3, whatever. Re Return of the Jedi. <laughs> yeah. If you didn't know what happened before that, I guess. I don't know. Maybe that's a bad example because i'm not a star wars guy but uh, no i mean it would be fact, it would I call be it star wars three yes but, right <laughs> but like clerks three i feel like it's it's definitely i like that he's you know it seems personal again it gets a little dramatic a lot dramatic at one point uh it made uh your sister my wife cry like a little baby she wept openly <laughs> Which doesn't wow. happen often at movies, but this one, man, holy cow, it was like waterworks. Um, I would, I would say that's worth checking out. That one's worth checking out. But that basically brings us to the end. All right. And we actually, 
one way or another, we actually kind of talked about all of them. So it yeah. only took us three hours. Yeah, no big deal. Don't worry about it. You know, it's it's <laughs> funny because with like the video, I like I find that I I cut like less than ten minutes worth of time out of yeah. the runtime. So it's like it's gonna be yeah, it's gonna be a lot. Like I, I almost wonder if I should divide it by movie and just release them in a series or something. I don't know. Huh. Little mini episodes. Yeah, because I mean like the with the video format, you know, it's like, well, you can it, still listen to it, right? It'll still come right. on. There's an audio vo- format too, right? Right. Yeah. I mean, if I you want to watch the video, it's just our faces. <laughs> right. <laughs> Pretty much. Well, it's not like there's animations going on and stuff. Well, there, I mean, that's the thing is when I, when I edit, I do put in. Animations oh, and stuff okay. Like that, so. Okay. Yeah. Oh, so it'll be, it'll be pretty nifty, but yeah. All right. So, well, I guess that's all we got. I think for that's today. it. Yeah, there's really yeah. nothing to also mention because we mentioned everything. That's true. We went, we went, went through everything. Oh yeah. Seems so like what? It. What's the best then? What's uh, if you were to say your favorite of the bunch, including ones we may or may not have talked about in depth today? I, I would say Clerks has. It 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 holds a place near and dear to my heart. I know mm-hmm. bad acting, blah blah blah. It's still, it's like oh god. I just I remember those retail jobs, and I remember just you know dicking around and stuff. And it's just, I mean, it's a lot of fun. How about you? I I, I find myself ping ponging between Clerks, Mallrats, and Chasing Amy, basically mm-hmm. based on whichever one I saw last. Like, that's fair. Like every time I'm like, you know, I think Clerks is definitely overall. That's just man, they'll they'll, they'll never match that. And then I watch Mallrats and laugh nonstop for two hours, mm-hmm. and I'm like, this is so enjoyable. And then I right. watch Chasing Amy, and it's not a laugh fest, but I'm like, this is just a really good movie, right? <laughs> so I don't know. I think probably my favorite would have to be between Clerks and Mallrats, though. I think objectively, I feel like Chasing Amy is his actual best movie, personally. I say objectively, <laughs> meaning completely subjectively, <laughs> but <laughs> naturally, yes. I don't know how one yeah. can truly be objective about such things. I don't think you can. So, it's not. so right. I think that's it. Um, okay. That was a that was a lot of talking about Kevin Smith. Yeah, that my whole uh, theorizing that this would shorten the length of our episodes would was not it did not come through so i i didn't expect it to shorten anything but Mm -hmm. i feel like there was more back and forth yes which was to me it was the big the big point was that there was get a a little less monologue rambly and a little more back and forth which i think we can still work on better yeah yep yeah okay all right your outro all right have a good one guys All right. See ya. See ya. All right. See you later. Brandon at Random Reviews artwork, theme music, and podcast are written, performed, recorded, engineered, directed, and produced by Brandon Griffiths in association with Brandon at Random Reviews Entertainment. 